Welcome to Dollar Slice. Uh, this is 61 Indies community driven conversational podcast. Dollar Slice is a bi weekly podcast alternating with our video game show, 61 IndieCast, where we talk to you all about all of the incredible gaming experiences on the indie level that we're playing. You can support the show by rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast service of choice and sharing the show with your friends. It's super easy. Additionally, you can follow us over here on twitch.tv slash 61indie, where we play cool games and record this show live. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search for 61indie until we can get the custom URL back. Follow us on Twitter at 61indie to keep up to date with all the cool stuff we're doing. And to you Twitch folks in the chat right now, remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have a free Twitch subscription. Why not use that on us? And I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Mr. Kaseb, and alongside me tonight is Mike Tandro, a.k.a. Mix Tandro. How are we doing, Mike? I, I'm fine. Yeah, know. I'm fine. I get it. We're now November, so what are we, eight, nine months into this eight. nightmare? Eight. March is when I got shut down from, like, Same. so yeah, eight. Yeah, that's how math works. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, and, like... Not just that. This is the first dollar slice I've been on with you guys in probably a month. Yeah, because I missed the last one before the relaunch. Yeah, with Willie. Yeah, which I'm so upset about because I would have loved to be on with Willie, but he's fine. It happens. Yeah, you know, he's overrated. This Star Wars thing is not going to (laughs) last. It's a fad. It's a fad. It's not a good shtick to. It's not a good sword to die on. Nobody likes space operas anymore. It's fine. Is that, is that a phrase? Sword to die on? Hill to die on. Hill That's to die on. Is, uh, I was fall, gonna, fall on your sword is the is the other one. Yes. Cool. I, I was going to let it slide. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Also, I appreciate you changing up a little bit. You went straight into the, the fucking intro. Like yeah, the, the lines. You yeah. mean in business tonight. Yeah. Because did I forget <laughs> yeah. the other, you know, grab a can of Coke, put your elbows on the counter? I sure did. Until <laughs> yes, this very did. moment. But you know what? We're going to go into it. Uh, it's fine. Uh, if you are listening to this in your podcast feeds, you're like, whoa, that's not kind of NYC anymore. Surprise. We rebranded. Ah. Uh, we decided to go and rebrand to a indie focused thing. Hence, 61 Indie, um, because we do want to highlight all the super cool, amazing indie experiences you can play. And um, we didn't want to be tied to kind of funny in a way where if we're going to continue this game coverage, we're going to ruffle feathers and 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 lean on that. We want to do stuff on our own backs and grow what we're doing and get better at game journalism on our own. So we still love yeah. kind of funny in the community. Yeah, we're, still gonna, clear, we're still going to we do community them. stuff. Nothing bad. We're is still happening. like. We're still sort of kind of NYC. Yeah, our Facebook chat is still kind of NYC. It's so, <laughs> we are the plot of Face Off where we are John Travolta with Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. So kind of NYC, John Travolta, 61 Indy, chaotic Nicolas Cage. There it is. There it is. It's a great, that? It's a great uh, analogy right there. Or you know comparison. they're rebooting that? Or they're making a remake? Uh, it's very important who's playing who. I don't know. Vamp for a second while I look it up. God, who would I want to? Is Kendra Reeves? Does he play both parts? John Wick and I would love that. Johnny Silverhand from Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what uh, is Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Stewart. So, oh, maybe it's the Heat, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock, but it's Face Off. It looks like there's no cast yet, but okay. They have the writer 
from 22 Jump Street, who Ooh. co-wrote 22 Jump Street. Uh, but he also has writing credits on the Cloverfield Paradox, which is not great. Mm. But, but also has credits on Sonic the Hedgehog. So this is going to be a great film. I just rewatched that the other night. Uh, what, I, I, say, I say time? I say rewatch because I did sleep for most of it because I was tired. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I woke up to when Sonic was beating up uh, Robotnik in the streets of he, Green Hill Zone. He loves to do that. Yeah. Classic Sonic. I mean, it was fun. The girls loved it. Because she has taste. I like their uncle. <laughs> you know, we'll get into some taste in a second. Um, sure. <laughs> Uh, one last little housekeeping thing. I believe next week is our extra. Holy life. fuck. <laughs> we have so much work to do. Yeah, we do. I was going to bring it up to you after we're done. Uh, yeah, Shit. Saturday, <laughs> November 21st, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll be doing our fourth extra life together or third. Ye- this is our third together. Third you together. did, did, you did an initial before. year. Um, yeah. So this will be our third together doing extra life. Um Benefiting a hospital here in the New York area. Come hang out. We're going to be playing a bunch of cool stuff. We'll be It'll be me and Mike for the first 12 hours. And then the West Coast crew of uh, Jake and Matt. Also, Kelsey will be with, with us as well during those 12 hours. And Mike and myself, we're going to try our best to be up for the full 24 hours. Oh, yeah. We have to. <laughs> I, I it's think the only Mike sense was, of normalcy yeah. that we have in 2020. I think Mike was thinking about just having cameras on us as we fall asleep here on our desk. I, we're absolutely doing that. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be good. Time. Also, do you still have you don't have an Xbox anymore? You sold it. In, you traded it. In, I have right? Game Pass on PC. Oh, jeez. Jesus. Are you all right? Yeah, I knocked my knuckle into the desk. So call right now. This is the best episode of Dollar Sex ever. <laughs> <laughs> The best episode. Um, is Tetris Effect connected on PC? Oh shoot! Because I, I think play we that need so to. Bad. Yeah, we need to uh, make uh, the the return of Tetris Effect in the middle of the fucking night. Can we also play with Jake and Matt on the West Coast and do West Coast versus East Coast? It's I believe it's four player four players. Yeah. I broke out Tetris Effect Connected again, or just a regular Tetris Effect on PS4 maybe like a couple weeks ago at like 2 a.m. God, Tetris Effect is so good. Tetris Effect Connected, available now with Xbox Game Pass and optimized for a Series X and S, whether you're playing on the new Xbox consoles, an Xbox One, or Windows 10 PC. We really hope okay. you'll check it out. So, okay. confirmed, Tetris Effect Connected is happening for our it's extra happening. life at like 4 in the morning. <laughs> Or something crazy I think like that. We did say we were very excited to play Fuser during Extra Life. I don't think we could do that anymore because we're terrified about the, the the rights and the DCMAs and all that fun stuff. Yeah, which is a bummer. Uh, yeah, because technically we're not allowed to play Fuser while asking for donations. Of any kind, not just for of us. Any kind. It's a, there's a lot of things I'm not agreeing with Twitch a whole lot lately. I feel like they're... Yeah. They're, they're controlling too much. And even when people are saying, oh, yeah, you could use our music whatsoever. They're still striking stuff with it. Dude, that's why, like, when I want to, like, just put on bullshit music or whatever, like, even, like, when I'm doing R-Wing stuff, like, I'm afraid to play my own music. Yeah, right. <laughs> the music that I own. That's ridiculous. I know. It's, I, it sucks. It is, a, it is a good thing, though. Like, uh, I don't know if you caught up on the GlitchCon stuff. The last couple of weeks. Not really. They did do some really incredible things. Um, 
they I did, I they made saw Zombie the partner. Thing. I saw that, which is fucking which is amazing. Shout out to Zombie, incredible show. Friend of six twenty. Yeah, and then for sure, yeah, Steven Spawn and Able Gamers getting a million dollar donation made okay. my heart so freaking happy. So there, it looks like they're making up for some of their transgressions or like missteps. Sure. But there, this DMCA thing is ridiculous. They did send out a massive like the day after we did the Fuser stream. They, it was bad timing because they sent out a big like FAQ about the DCMAs. I was like, oh fuck, did we get caught? But it was just it was like a general mm. email about like what they're trying to do, and they're like, listen, we hear you. It's frustrating. I got you. Blah blah blah. Here's what we think. And to be honest, I glanced it. I didn't really read the thing because it's you know reading. Who cares? Yeah. Video. We're we're video game people. Yeah. <laughs> Get these subtitles out of here. You know what I'm saying? No subtitles on. Oh no! Yes, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes are great. Uh, I, I saw. This, I don't know who posted it on Twitter, but they took that Kingdom Hearts music game, and they made oh, it Twitch uh, friendly. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was, was it Cam? I think Cam maybe retweeted it. I don't know if he. Okay, I thought yeah, but then like they blurred Donald and Goofy, and all you could hear was the tapping of the buttons and no music whatsoever. What an entertaining stream that is! <laughs> I think I saw somebody do that for uh, Clone Hero or Guitar Hero. Oh, sweet! <laughs> it was just a. <laughs> There was even Great. another streamer I saw who did all the sound effects in game herself that she was playing. <laughs> Boom, crash, raindrops, raindrops. It's <laughs> like that's impressive. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll be doing some Twitch stuff uh, for Extra Life. Obviously, we're gonna try to figure out how to do it. You know what <laughs> do I mean? Some Twitch stuff. You know what no I mean? Saying? Yeah. Uh, but to get into the the main part of the show here, Mike, you you dropped a hard truth on Twitter today. And I want I you to to dig deep into it. Let people get angry or sad with you. Most likely, you're going to get angry with you. Sure. Um, what's today? Sunday? Today's Sunday. The Lord's Day. Tweeted at 12.01 p.m. on November 15th, 2020. Sunday, November 15th, 2020. Mike Townsend at Mix on Twitter. You can follow me. Quote, most Christmas music, most, wow, I fucked that up. Most Christmas music is very bad. Hashtag car truth. Mm. Was I really tired and really cranky? Yeah, I was. Do I still stand by the statement? Yeah, I do. Mike doesn't stand, we stand down from a statement. No. Oh, hell no. No. When I do, I delete the tweet. <laughs> then you never know. <laughs> now, here's here's my question. Mm-hmm. What song were you listening to that made you come to this epiphany? Okay, so we were listening. So just for some context, today we went over to my father-in-law's house to set up all the Christmas lights, which is a very fun activity, which I really enjoy doing. I was very tired and cranky, like I said, but we went to 7-Eleven. I got my uh, my peach tea monster rehab. Mm-hmm. I, I was raring to go. I, I was feeling that Christmas spirit all in my jellies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew I was going to break you. Because um, now I have Beyonce... <laughs> The jelly you song. You for this jelly? Yeah. 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 I said the jelly song. Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> the jelly song. <laughs> it's all about what? that smuckers. What song is that? What song is that from? Single ladies? Is it ind- independent? Independent woman? <sighs> I don't okay. think I've had it for this jelly. Is it just called jelly? Am I? Did I get this right? Twitch. Twitch don't come after us for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Strike. Bootylicious. Oh, Bootylicious. Yeah, of course. Duh. The, the hit classic. Duh. Um, so we were setting up Christmas lights, and then uh, Kelsey's stepbrother asked, 
hey, where the hell's the Christmas music? We gotta we gotta do this. Did I say we were setting up Christmas music? I probably did. We were setting up Christmas good. lights. Whatever. It's been a long fucking <laughs> year. All right. Yeah. Chill out, yeah. listener. Yelling. I know I'm stupid. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, stepfather, not stepfather, stepfather-in-law, <laughs> grabs his little Bluetooth speaker and throws on just like serious radio. It's like a Christmas station for serious radio. There's just this terrible. It was like three things in a row. It's just like very bad MIDI renditions of classic song, like instrumental renditions of songs mm. that just sound fucking produced terribly. Okay. And I like I know I am like an audio Nazi that like I really care about all the like the production stuff and I'm a fucking dork. I'm a very dorky audio audiophile. Mm-hmm. But the one that broke me was like it was like a medieval rendition of medieval, know, like, like medieval castles? sounding. Like, yeah, like harpsichord and stuff, but like, Jeez, okay. not good sounding harpsichord. It's like literally somebody picked a shitty patch on Logic Pro <laughs> for a harpsichord and was try- trying to cover. I think it was, it might have been Silent Night or something, or like the Little Drummer Boy. It was like one of the chill Christmas songs, not okay. like one of these like lively ones. And like, it fucking sounded like I was about to fucking joust or whatever during fucking <laughs> while we're waiting for goddamn Santa Claus to come drop. <laughs> fucking horse strews in the goddamn chimney and turkey you know what I'm and turkey legs <laughs> and, I, and then I, that's why i pulled out my phone i was like this is fucking horrendous is this what christmas music fucking sounds like now listen the classics sure there are better like maybe like 75 percent of them pro- probably pretty good okay but these like newer shitty midi renditions even like some of the pop covers and stuff what the fuck some of these taylor swift covers and shit the hell okay i I get your i get where you're coming from i i had a i put it brought up a list just so i could uh, you know have some to go off of but i was right i mean we could we could run through them i guess i i guess i trash or pass i mean wait i'll (laughs) they're the same pass like no like pass like passing grade like you pass like you're good (laughs) just like the bona fide hits when it comes to christmas because i'm with you like i'll i'm tired of mariah carey all i want for christmas I'm no. I'm tired of that song. Sorry. And good thing Kelsey's not on the show because then she would be fucking going crazy right now. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It's, uh, it's but Christmas in Hollis. You can't. Fuck's Christmas in Hollis. Run DMC. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> See, there are some Christmas originals from like pop stars Bing, and like Bing again, Crosby. Over the... Christmas is a classic of this yeah. household. Love those. Yes. Um, and Sync's uh, Christmas song, which I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, I forgot. I, I can picture the music video. Home for Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That's a banger. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you. The the kind of overproduced, trying to make it hip and more relevant. <laughs> Don't like Kelsey's it. in the chat yelling at us. <laughs> Listen, there's only one good Christmas album. One perfect Christmas album. And uh-huh. it's in my hand right now. Okay. It's John Denver featuring the Muppets. <laughs> All right. Hits like 12 Days of Christmas. See, a cover, but a very fucking good cover. Sure. With each each Muppet. Sure. Saying it saying a different thing. One of the things they're gifting their stalker with or stalky with. Um Okay, I lied. There's a lot of covers on here. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. But yo, know, if Muppets if just Muppets covering stuff, pass. For example, there is somebody made the Muppets covering the Hamilton soundtrack. It's fucking perfect. 
Um, I'm trying to find another, a certain song right now. Sorry. Sure, it's fine. Uh, another classic Christmas song is, uh, uh, oh my God, I can't fucking think of it. The Blink-Way 2 holiday song. It's Christmas Eve and I got two fucking presents. Like, let's fucking go. That's just all the holidays, covering all the holidays within two minutes. Am I, am I like, is this a Mandela effect moment right now? There's is a Mandela. Shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Nelson Mandela and Mandela effect, right? I don't know. I thought it was the Mandela effect. I don't know. Are you, you're just having, now you're having two. I can't process what's going on. There's a, <laughs> there's a song, a Christmas song that makes me cry every time I hear it. And it's about this little kid wanting Christmas shoes. And like he goes to the window and he sees the shoes and he can't get them. And it's very, very sad. And I'm trying to look up Christmas shoes, the song. And there's a song <laughs> called Christmas shoes. And it's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. I it's I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Really? Don't, see? Oh, my God. Oh, no. This is not good. Sad, I'm going to put it sad shoe song. <laughs> sad shoe song. <laughs> There's brown shoes from Sing Street, which is a banger. Have you ever seen Sing Street? Oh, I love Sing Street. Okay, just making sure. Love Make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not. I was happen. supposed to come on Broadway in 2020, and it never <sighs> fucking happened. I think uh, previews happened, but yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna find it. I keep, this same song keeps popping up, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not it. Sad shoes. <laughs> Say by by little sad. Timmy Thomas. Now, is he, like, looking through the window at, like... So, when you said he was looking through the window, I picture him on, like, the fucking 14th floor of a New York City apartment building. And he's looking through the window of, like, trying to, like, see if, like, Santa's flying around with shoes. No, it's like a department store window. <laughs> yeah, I got you. That's where my brain goes. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not going to um, find it. I'll throw out a classic that I don't like. Or okay. that maybe I, I used to like it as a kid. But it's just fucking... It's dumb. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I agree with you. Get the fuck out of here. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I can't. I love my grandmas. I don't want them to get run over by reindeer. I don't want to sing about it and be holly jolly. My grandma, I mean, even my grandma's fine, but like, I don't want like, <laughs> and uh, of course, like the it's cold outside, which needs to get fucking stripped out of existence, which uh, on that radio station, there was a, a like a seemed like a recent cover of it. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing now? My question to you, Mike. Sure. Where do you stand on the Trans Siberian Orchestra? Oh, dope. Okay. Are you fucking like ever like eleven months out of the year? I look forward to the Ford commercials. Oh hell yeah! That mm-hmm. that feature the trans yeah the the mm-hmm. fucking orchestra that I can't pronounce right now because I'm dumb. Now that that's some Christmas music I can get behind, and I will not oh, skip yeah, yeah, it yeah. if it comes on a shuffle, even if it's not around oh, yeah. Christmas time. That's epic as fuck. Yeah, for sure. Makes me want to run in the Olympics. You fucking kidding me? Let's go. <laughs> With the torch? Oh, oh, win that gold medal and shit. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm, win- I'm not a fucking torch runner. We're winning the fucking gold. <laughs> I just imagine me running, even though I can't run now with the torch for the Olympics, after yeah. spending eight months at home, not really being active. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to take me way longer <laughs> to get the torch where it needs to go. It takes forever to fucking walk around the block. You can't even at normal speed. Normal to, like, moderate speed. <laughs> there's a uh, There's a great... Uh, of course, this is a me thing, but there's there's a great uh, pop punk collection of Christmas songs. Like it seems like I think they're mostly originals, and uh-huh. of course there, there's like um, 
there an original album is uh the the Chris Farron Christmas album is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Bad Religion put out a bunch of Christmas covers a while back. I think Weezer did a couple Christmas covers that are really good. But again, I'm biased because <laughs> I'm a sad boy. So, so what I'm hearing, Mike, is that R Wings is going to do some Christmas covers. So one of my first songs I've ever written was a Christmas song about getting coal and like being sad about it and stuff. Nice. And I made a I made a music video and I must have been high school mm-hmm. of me going out and kidnapping Santa Claus and murdering him. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that what places. Yeah. And it was uh, <laughs> like we bought like I, I was at I forgot what department. No, it must have been Target. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, because I went to I went to college near uh, across the street from a Target. So I went to Target one day to get props and I got like flashlights. I got ski masks. <laughs> Like, it was the most sketchy fucking. I don't know how I got away with purchasing these things because I wasn't thinking about it. Because yeah. I'm a, I'm a decent human being that doesn't really do crimes. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't really do crimes. Doesn't really do bit. crimes. So yeah, I, I bought like ski masks and like flashlights and stuff, and then we went, I I recorded the song at my music school. Um, it was a very bad song. I think I recorded two versions of it. Like I did it a long, long time ago in like like early high school, and then. Okay, so the first version was in high school, and I did it again in college, and we were shooting the video for the college version. Um, And yeah, it was like, the video was me finding a piece of coal in a box, and uh, all recorded on a flip camera, by the way. It was fucking stupid. Uh, I remember when those things That was like the rage. Dude, those were my, that's how I fucking like pirated uh, concerts and stuff. I had a very (laughs) massive YouTube channel for pirated uh concert footage that's where the but little bit of crimes come in that you mentioned earlier Just little bit a little of crimes. Bit. <laughs> but i shut that down because uh taking it back sunday kind of reached out to me <laughs> when uh, i leaked out a, i leaked out a new song that they asked to not be uh oh, look at you <laughs> yeah and it picked up traction so i got rid of that channel real quick uh-huh. um but uh yeah so the video is like me finding a piece of coal under the tree and i go out and i find santa just like I forgot where we filmed it, but we were in like some park or something. And then I put the mask on and I fucking my buddy, Justin, who used to be in my he used to be the screamer in my um my old post hardcore band. I fucking tackled this son of a bitch <laughs> and we tie him up and put him in my my other the guitarist uh, Louis van. And I have him, his mouth gagged. I have him, his hands tied behind his back in this stupid fucking like it's a red sweater <laughs> with like a feather scarf and a Santa hat. And oh, this dude man. is like. Just this like skinny, muscular, like had a hell of a fucking temper. So like I couldn't really fuck with him that much because he could not do it. Um, but I remember like in the back of the van, like I had a fake knife and I was like fucking like singing the lyrics to him, like in my ski mask and like about like pretending like I was threatening him. And he got so pissed that he spit at me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I just like did, did it as a part of the gig. And then I like stabbed him, like pretend to stab him. And then I remember the, the video ends with me. We went to um, a park near me with a big hill. And oh, that's how I got him. Yeah, I tackled him and we both rolled down a fucking hill together. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back to me as I'm explaining it. But we went back to that same location and I pretended like I was holding the dead body. I just pushed him down the fucking hill into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first ever music video that I ever shot. <laughs> <laughs> and like my first like real production as a musician is that still is, available to watch I, the file must be somewhere it's not mm. i don't think it's on youtube or anything okay but there was that and then there was like my 
as a part like in conjunction with my post hardcore band that same dude and i was we're doing like a bullshit rap artist project yeah where we had we had two hip-hop songs we had uh double bogey which is all about golfing it was me Sweet. rapping about golfing it was i i was very proud of that song i wish i could remember it because like i remember like how to play on guitar and stuff but it was great uh and then there was just the the trance hip-hop song boondoggle body woggle which is a, a dance that we made boondoggle up body woggle yeah, the Boondoggle Body Woggle. I can't say it that fast. Boondoggle Body Woggle. Nope. Where it was just literally the whole song was Boondoggle Boondoggle Body Woggle. Boondoggle Boondoggle Body Woggle. It was great. <laughs> How fast did it take you to come up with that song? Oh, that was Justin. That okay. was Ju- Justin was the lyrical genius behind that. <laughs> okay. And we came up with the dance, or Justin and our friend Anthony came up with the dance, and then I bullshitted instrumentals for it. <laughs> Do you still know the dance? I forgot it. Uh, like one story. of these days, I'll f- I'll find, I'll, I'll do a quick Google. I don't know if it's like on a <laughs> on a old YouTube channel. But I man, have I, I have loved... plenty of embarrassing performances in my Google Drive that I oh uh, don't know if I can the... ever show because there's other people on it that I'm <laughs> sure their faces don't sure. see. The rap group was called Whack Booty, by the way. That's a great name. Thank you. I appreciate that. Or whack booty. So, We're here from see. the streets. Whack booty, double bogey. Because I did make a bullshit music video for it. Now I'm getting all golf videos. Well, this is bullshit. They don't <laughs> what understand if they art. use that song as the music? For I would this. love that. <laughs> Just some guy to driving range with your double bogey song playing in the background. It's like double bogey. Keep me on the low key. Hit his back off. Fucking Sebby with a golf tee. Some shit like that. A Except like I'm missing a line on, there, Mike. I was a hey, dude growing up in Yonkers, my dude. <laughs> streets were rough. I get it. Do you These put the, you put the golf tees in between your knuck, your fingers like like claws? You joke, <laughs> but that was part of the fucking video. That was concept. <laughs> I don't joke. I was on the golf team in high school. I I we did all that stupid shit. I went to golf camp when I was younger. I was forced into golf camp. Well, like. I was every, just waiting for some kind of reaction. Every every day kind of thing, or like after school golf camp. Uh, it was during the summer. Okay, and it only lasted like two weeks because I took a golf cart when I was not supposed to. Where it was too early, I did not get graduate to fucking golf cart class or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and uh, me and my friend flipped it, That's and sweet. I went flying out the fucking golf cart to like the fucking sand trap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't. And then I got kicked out. <laughs> it wasn't when we were like doing a uh, a match in high school or practice, but I think it was just like a weekend. I was golfing with my friends, and we had a golf club, and he took the turn way too sharp, and we started tipping, and I was in the passenger oh, yeah. seat, and stupidly, so I didn't get hurt. Thank God. I put my foot out, hoping to like balance it out. Shh. He's no, 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 no. And then no, I quickly no, no, no. was like, nope, this isn't going to happen. And then I dove out and rolled. And it was God. right by where the tea boxes are. And it was downhill. So I rolled down the hill. Yeah. It was what a comedy of errors. And then he, once I got out, obviously the golf cart went back down. Oh, God. It was very scary. Very, very scary. In hindsight, now you know why they don't allow kids on the golf carts. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it. Yeah. It's because my like I loved as we discussed on the show many times. Mini golf champion played mm-hmm. with Ray Romano. I beat I beat Ray Romano to a fucking pulp in mini golf at Flamingo Golf in Long Beach Island. 
back in the day. I have the fucking trophy, Ray. Raymond. Bitch. Not uh, everybody loves you, Raymond. You know, fuck you. No, I love Raymond. <laughs> uh, but I think my parents took that as a signal. I was like, oh my God, maybe he wants to be like a pro golfer. I don't want to fucking... Man, it's summer. I want to fucking chill and play Halo with my friends. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to go outside. My you kidding me? My dad was a pretty serious golfer. And that's, yeah. that's what got me into it. He... He could have gone, I think, up to the amateur level, like in in actual tournaments and whatnot. But he just would rather do it for fun. I remember in middle school, I would wake up with him on Sunday morning at like 4 a.m. to go golfing with him because that's how early they would go. Damn. And it was okay. His people he golfed with were like typical old white dudes who were smoking cigars and talking about things I should probably not have been listening to at that time. But it was like fun. Every, almost every other scene of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, for sure. Like, wherever they golf. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. I miss golf, weirdly. It's... I miss going to driving ranges. I like driving ranges. Yeah, for sure. But normal golf, I never played, I never played a full round of normal mm. golf, other than my taste in golf club. Yeah, you know, the group, the, the activity you. of golf club, you. not a golf club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day, one of these days, when we're allowed outside again and togetherness, yeah. we'll have a we'll have a meetup play golf. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm down. I got. I remember the one of the last golf matches I was in. I got so angry because I kept hitting my drive and it kept going to the left and out of bounds, and I was yeah. so mad. After I, I took out, I think it was like one of my irons. And finally got it straight on the fairway. I then took that driver out and I slammed it on the ground as hard as I can because out of frustration, it yeah. snapped. Oh man! And those those shafts of the golf clubs they're they're like microfiber glass, like and, most shafts are. <laughs> and it got all in my hands. I had like oh, I had like splinters in my hands. It was not fun. Not oh, smart, man. Kyle. Not, <laughs> <laughs> That was the last time I, I had have, a frustration. I slammed the golf club. I was scared shitless <laughs> after that. I had a friend who uh, we were playing at Flamingo Golf in Long Beach Island where I defeated Ray Romano. They have a plaque in my name. Uh, thanks to that day. That lives in infamy. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I was like, we got to go. I want to see it. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> um, like they fucking remember me. Um, where... Uh, uh, we were playing. He he had a fucking temper also, and they they had a uh, a classic Ferris wheel kind of looking thing, where it was like it was a wheel. It was like a, a wall and then an open gap, wall, open gap, mm-hmm. going with like a Ferris wheel. And homeboy kept hitting the fucking wall like he hit it like five times in a row. Mm-hmm. And finally, the sixth time, he, he fucking slammed that fucking golf club so hard into that the housing up that actually kept the mechanics mm-hmm. of the wheel. Where over the loudspeaker, some little teenage kid who did not want to be there or not deal with my yeah. friend's bullshit. Yeah. Just, excuse me, sir. Can you please stop? <laughs> and then my buddy just like, oh, sorry. And I've, he just rolled the ball I've, with his friend. I've been that teenager before at my first oh, yeah. job at the skating, the skate park. Like, can Nobody, you please not climb the fence? Just sign the waiver. Come around because it's for the town. Just, yeah. Just come on. Knock it off. Nobody wants to be working in a fucking vacation town. Nope. Around all these fucking scumbags. Nope. That are us, <laughs> us scumbags. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all these beautiful looking fucking kids with their abs and shit. They don't want these like this, this 
<laughs> fucking hanging around. Fuck out of here. These surf shop dudes. I was going to add to it, but like I can't after that. Have you ever felt weird going to like a surf shop? Oh, all the fucking time. I'm large and in charge. I feel like the moment I walk (laughs) in, everyone turns at me like, are you lost? The the food court's that way, big guy. And like you see a shirt that you really fucking like and you really want that fucking shirt. But of course they go up to large or sometimes when you're like when it's like a rare occasion, extra large. But no. That's even it. even and then. like and you always grab the shirt feeling so hopeful and it's like fuck this is gonna look so good on me this is my style this is my vibe and it's like why do i even try yeah it sucks this past summer when we went for our honeymoon went to a farias farias is a surf shop in lbi mm-hmm. um and i found two shirts two long sleeve shirts for i forgot what brand they are they're my size i was very fucking surprised and they are fucking dope Sweet. And I was so happy. And I felt so weird actually purchasing something at a surf shop. <laughs> yeah. It's a, like I hate that shit. Even now, even shopping online, I see <clears throat> cool shirt. Do they go with my set? Nah. It'll be way yeah. too, way too small. And it could be that thing for you skinny bitches out there. You don't understand what <laughs> what a, a goal weight shirt would be. Like a shirt one day you might be able to fit into. So you yeah. buy it just to have just in case. I have like 18 of those that I'm never going to wear because at this point it's going to be a Herculean test to get down to that size. They're like extra large shirts. I'm never going to be an extra large person ever. (laughs) Even my like I so I'm normally 2X, but it depends on the fabric. Oh, yeah. What do you get? I hate that. Depending. They they wear like the the shirts that are like super nice to touch and smooth and like premium. That's the word I was looking for. Um, Yeah, premium. Where they're so like they just suck up into you right next to your skin. I hate those. I hate that. It's like I don't want to wear a yeah. bodysuit. I want to wear a t-shirt and chill and relax and breathe in it. Yeah, I uh two occasions from back on our in our honeymoon, we went to uh the outlets in Atlantic City. Went to an old navy and a vans. Old Navy usually is good with me, especially with like flannel or like overshirts. My black denim jacket I got at Old Navy. It's fucking great. I love it so much. Um, but there was this. Uh, I was forced to buy a shirt because in the morning when we left, it was like rainy, cold, and terrible out. So I wore a long sleeve shirt, like a pretty heavy long sleeve shirt, and black jeans. And of course, by the time we got there, it was like sunny and brutal and fucking crazy out. So I needed to buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, went there and there was this like like you just described a really soft shirt, my size. It didn't seem like it was the skin tight thing, but. I just I needed to take that chance because I like the design and stuff. Also, it was also a like light gray white shirt, which is another thing. That's a whole other fucking thing. The colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I purchased it. It was cheap. It was like fucking ten dollars shirt. So I was like fuck or whatever. Um, so I went outside and I literally just took my shirt off outside, like right outside the store and changed. Uh, and yep, sure enough, skin tight, like cupping the gut. I was I felt so uncomfortable. I yeah. I hated it so much. And then we went to Vans, which sometimes Vans does have great feeling and great uh, shirts my size that actually like they feel comfortable. They're normal T-shirts, not skin tight. They're like baggy skater shirts, mm-hmm. which are great. Um, but of course, like almost everything in that store, there was like one thing that was like a normal T-shirt that was my size, but I didn't really like the the design too much. Mm-hmm. But I found a really, really sick flannel that was my size. I was like, oh, cool. I'll just wear this over. And at least like my gut, I'll still pull at my shirt. But 
at least I'll have like coverage on the back. Yeah. Um, and even the fucking flannel so tight on my shoulders. Like, and I, I don't like you saw how I, you see how I dress. I, I normally have just like a buttoned up flannel, just yeah. like open. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like that, but like, man, my arms were fucking killing me because it was just so tight. Much like, I feel like I could have hulked out in it even when yeah. it wasn't buttoned up. I'm like, man, just be fucking consistent with your, your sizes. That's Why? the thing. I need to find a good place where I can buy like nice looking clothes that doesn't look like, I don't know if you remember or you're old enough to remember. Remember this, the shop called big dogs, like big dogs. Kind clothing. Of. Like kind of, they were for like big people and they yeah, always yeah. had these stupid ass dog logos on there. I can't tell you how <laughs> many fucking shirts I had from that store because they were big. And yeah. like I was able to get to them. And nowadays, like even when it comes to like the brands that I love, like kind of funny. It just why well, I can't buy shirts from their store because they only have one big man size. One shirt. Once one big person buys that shirt, it goes out of That's stock it. forever. I, I I feel like these places need to have a big and tall section. Just like, I agree. like even not have them printed beforehand, have it like on a pre-order basis. Where it's yeah. more regularly available, and because I'm so sick and tired of going on things like T Public and picking my size, which I'm a big boy, I'm 4x. Sometimes I buy 5x because it shrinks in the in the washer and That's the dryer. A, oh my god, it's a whole other story. And then uh, I go to T Public. I was like, oh, I love that color, and I go to pick that color, and it's only available up to 2x. Why? I, I don't. I I can't always have black and gray T-shirts. It's enough i want some color in my life i want cool shirts that's a, that's the thing i normally wear black because it does i grant i just love black in general yeah. as i'm it talking does, to you it does in hide. a black shirt and a black beanie right now it does hide the dark gray hoodie but yeah it, it hides a lot which yeah. is great i feel very comfortable in absolutely that. um yeah i found a lot i find a lot of luck for just generic clothes shopping in target target's mm. great yeah I'm for both like shirts there. and yeah um old navy i do like depending on the location i find some luck and really and i mean greg this is like a me thing but just bands like going like pre-ordering records and like getting a cool shirt tied to it or going to a show they usually have shirts that are like all size most sizes at least and shirts that like actually feel great Mm -hmm. so like a lot of my shirts even this shirt right now it's a record label polyvinyl like because it just feels fucking great yeah doesn't really shrink when they do shrink granted this is part of my regular morning routine i shit you not i do this every fucking day no matter what i ring out the t-shirt because i roll my t-shirts up in the drawer because i wait too many fucking t-shirts i need to i need a fucking yeah i need to fucking get rid of some um roll it out and then i put it towards like the bottom like i'm holding the shoulders i put the bottom towards the floor i step on the bottom of the shirt and stretch it out and like sometimes I bend my knees into like the chest area and I really stretch that motherfucker. Hell yeah, every, like, after every wash, they, they fucking mm-hmm. shrink a little bit. Because if I lift my arms right now, the bottom of my tummy is showing. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. I, it's, uh, I got embarrassed a couple years ago. We were doing CPR class and I had to get on the floor and do the CPR thing. The back, and man. The shirt rose up in the back. And of course, she was like, you have to face so like your ass is facing everyone else in the yep. class. Like, ma'am, yep. please, can I please go to the other side? She's like, no, you have to do it on this. Can I rotate the dummy? No. It's like, fuck you. I know what's gonna about to happen. And then I hear everyone like giggling and laughing, and like it ruins my whole fucking time. I'm not going out there trying to show crack. That's not what I'm trying yeah. to do. And that dummy died because of them. 
Right? How dare that's they? That's it. I was trying they to do the same the live that's murder. to save that fucking dummy. Uh, so Christmas songs, man, they're hit or miss, right? <laughs> well, really quick, that's the, the whole the jeans are the whole other thing because like yes, I no, know. normal people wear jeans at the waist. We don't wear it at the waist; we wear it at the hips. Yep. And I remember distinctly. I think it, I was getting my pants like was it like hemmed, hemmed or whatever, like brought up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at the legs for school or something. And the dude who was doing it, and this is when I was like a fucking kid. The dude when I was doing it was like, no, 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 you don't wear your pants that way. You have to bring bring them up. And he forced me to fucking no. put it above my belly button. And I was like, hey, this looks fucking dumb. I'm yeah. not, I look I look like a fucking dork. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Uh-huh. B, this not how I. That's not how my body works. You son of a bitch. Nope. And then sure enough, like I normally wear my pants the way they are, and the fucking the, the fucking pants were baggy as shit. And I got in trouble almost every day because of that. It's fucking dumb. It's dumb. Oh, I'm getting mad now. Just, Even today when I was doing the goddamn Christmas lights, it happened. I was like, fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> a, a joke around this house is I wear basketball shorts pretty much all year round. Like, yeah, when I'm at home and sometimes they, you know, they ride low a little bit. And I, when I get up off the couch and turn to leave the room and my mom and dad are like, oh, we, we can see your butt. And the girls, my niece is like, yeah, Kai, 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 pull him up. It's like, I don't care anymore. I know what's happening. Stop it. What do you want Yo, me to like, do? When I was still living with my mom, like she would do like her, my, the train station for me to go to work was usually it's it's on her way to her job. So I would just hitch a ride with her, catch an earlier train. And every fucking morning when I leave the goddamn car to go catch the train. She says, your pants are falling down. I was like, motherfucker, A, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. B, I don't care anymore. I'm no. Let me get out of the car. I will lift them up. Yeah. But I'm too tired for this bullshit. Yeah. Just Please. Let me live. Just, just let me live my life. There's more important things right now than fixing pants. There are children <sighs> dying on the streets, and you give a shit about my pants. I don't care. Moral of the story now, is folks who have clothing lines and, and web online stores, make big friendly make sizes, friendly. please. Please. Okay, what what's your stance on like what's your routine or your situation when you need to dress up? Like let's say for for kind mm. of funny prom. Yeah. What what was that situation like for you? Uh or, so or weddings or whatever. Well, you know? well, like as a substitute teacher, like I have to dress up every day. Sure. Yeah. Uh I have two dress shirts that I rely on okay. and I alternate. So like if I'm subbing in a district, uh like let's say three, four days that week, every other day I do <clears throat> the other shirt or I wear the same shirt twice, two days in a row with a different tie to make it seem a little bit different. Ooh, that's a good move. Um, but it's always the same pair of nice jeans. Like I used to do okay, khakis so and whatnot, yeah. but I find like this has happened to me way more times than I like to admit. They rip in the crotch like a lot. Dude, because I, yes. I'm walking around I hate like it. the material gets real thin and then I go yes. sit. I, I for the life of me, this will be etched in my brain. Three years ago, I was reading a book in a kindergarten class. I go to sit down and the schools don't have adult chairs covered, around like the room covered. Yeah. Well, no, not even just that. They don't have adult chairs. You have to sit in the oh, fucking little oh, the, kid the, the chairs. Kid, oh, that sucks. So I went to go sit down to read a story to the to the group. And I heard a rip. I was like, oh, no. And I, I couldn't. I, I was like, had my knees together. Check. No, yeah. you can't. Because then it looks like you're filling yourself up in front of yeah, you can't little kids. Diddle around. No. no. So I had my knees together. Very uncomfortable. And this was a long ass story. I was like, please oh. just get it done. And that was in the morning. Then the whole day I had to go through teaching with a hole in my pants. 
It I mean, always happens with khakis. It doesn't happen with anything else for me. I mean, granted, the the biggest takeaway from PAX this year was a well. First off, mm. hell yeah, to all our friends, I miss you and all that yes, shit. And absolutely. like, B, shout out to all the developers we met and stuff, and all the publishers and shit. Uh, but and C, the biggest like takeaway was me probably having COVID. Uh, but remember the other dire situation that progressed worse throughout <laughs> the weekend, along with my COVID, mm-hmm. supposedly. The fucking jeans ripped in day one. Yeah. And they got worse and worse and worse every day. And I did not have another pair of fucking anything on my legs. I didn't have shorts. I had nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like going and like I was so freaked. I didn't know like what the extent was because like and this was like what was it like day three? I met fucking Kirk from Nintendo and I yeah. like made our connection. My shit was just out. And I was trying to be like super professional and serious and like do our spiel talking to one of the, a fucking one of the most brilliant fucking human beings working at nintendo right now, mm-hmm. now I'm, and i'm just like freaking the fuck out i was like please kirk don't look down just don't, don't just please fine. just don't look below my chest because then <laughs> you, then you have to do the thing where like if you have a sweatshirt or something you take it off and you tie it around your waist you tie it around yeah but that looks dumb that looks real dumb i i'm not playing kickball in the fifth grade you know <laughs> Well, there was a, another time where I had shorts that ripped. I was at summer camp working and they just ripped, not like in the middle, straight down the front. Uh-huh. And so I had to take the, I had to take the sweatshirt <laughs> and I had to tie it around the front. So it looked oh. like I had like a kilt on yeah. in the front. And that sucks. I was like, can I please go home? Cause I literally live like three minutes away from the, the building. Yeah. Like, can I just go home and change? I'm like, no, you, you already had your break. You got to, Write it out. It's like, come, please. <laughs> you make us sit on the floor with yeah. the kids. Let me go change my pants. Dude, and we were just so, their impacts we were so stacked on time because yeah. we didn't have media and we like really, we tried to do the media thing as best we could without, mm-hmm. with the civi, the civi badges. I did not have time to go shopping for jeans. Nope. I didn't have time to go out in fucking Boston and look for a fucking old Navy or whatever. Because no. that's the other thing too. Jeans are fucking impossible to find for people our sizes. Yeah. They all look like shit. Like when you find something that fits, it looks like shit. The the the, Again, longest, the closest big man store to me is like an hour and change. But even to. those though, they always look overly baggy. I yeah. fucking hate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, shout out to Muggsy Jeans <laughs> coming out like fucking champs. Muggsy Jeans, please sponsor us. <laughs> uh, to sidetrack a little bit or going back to why I was asking about dress dressing up and like yeah, you know, whatever. Uh. Recently, I think it must have been you met Dave. It was at Dave and Megan's wedding, I believe. I uh, I tried um, suspenders. Suspenders game, are a game changer. Sometimes. Game changer. Game changer. I do not attend a formal event without suspenders now. Mm-hmm. I had suspenders I on at prom for that reason. I, I wanted to be comfortable. Yeah, I wish I thought of being comfortable as well, but I decided to dress up as fucking Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were locked. You were pretty much locked in. I know. I look back at those pictures. I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? I should just looked sharp as fuck. It, it was dumb. Shocking at how you didn't pass out because of how hot it was in that room. In I that almost thing. did. Oh, I almost did. Yeah. I I abandoned a lot of that costume throughout the night. <laughs> in hindsight, I like. I think like a couple weeks later, I thought of doing just a Barney suit of just like purple oh. Barney bow tie. I was like, fuck, that would have been sick. Yeah, that would have been cool. Prom 2.0, we'll say. If it Whenever ever that, yeah. Yeah, suspenders are clutch. 
Dude, depending, you need to get a good pair of suspenders though, because I've also had some where they unclip in the back and they oh, fly that up. Nightmare. That happened at oh, a friend's that, wedding too. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I discovered suspenders because I had the red suspenders from the Pikachu thing oh, for prom. Okay. I I just got those off Amazon. They were fucking great. They they clipped under the belt, so like as long as there was tension, mm-hmm. they weren't coming off. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, my uh, my close friend from high school, and I went to college with him. I was in his wedding party, and we stood up for the first prayer or something because we were in church, and I heard Amen. I heard it pop. I heard the Ooh. back of it pop, and these <laughs> pants were overly big. Because yeah. at that point, I did lose a little bit of weight since I went for a fitting and got the pants. And sure. I was like, oh, no, I got to go run to the bathroom because they're going to fall as I'm walking down the aisle with the, yeah. one of the bridesmaids. Don't want that to happen. And <laughs> as I go, I turn and all my friends are behind me and they're laughing because they heard oh. it because it was dead quiet. And they heard the metal yeah. go clink and fly up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so, oh, God. And I went to back oh. to try to clip it without getting undressed and doing everything. It was a whole ordeal. Luckily, when it I, hung on. Yeah. When I was trying on my suit for my wedding, um, I bought new uh, suspenders that are the typical, like, just clip-on ones that they clip on the back of the pants or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't used to because I, um, I was still I'm still a, a suspender novice. I mm-hmm. was only used to the uh, the Amazon, cheap Amazon kind. Same. That were very easy to use. Um. So I clip it on as I'm I think I had it on the front or whatever. Or I, no, it was after I put my belt on and I should have put it on before my belt. So it's like a clip on the fabric tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, But I clip it on and then I turn to like my left or whatever. And as I was turning it unclipped and snapped into my face. Yeah. And it hurt. It hurt real bad. Hurt real I bad. <laughs> thank God I had my glasses on because I would have got married with a fucking eye patch. <laughs> like. Yeah, I that too. I, shout, shout out to glasses. Also, just there are so glasses. many times I, I should have lost my eyes. <laughs> you, so you, think you, you think you have them to help with eyesight? No, they're just protective gear at this point. Dude, I remember distinctly. So at my old job, um, we had a wall of like cables and stuff just to hang everything up. And there was like hooks to hook all the cables. I leaned down one day and like the hook just straight up like fucking poked me right in the eye and if i didn't have glasses on i would have been fucked oh man that's it i just wasn't paying attention there was another time where i fucking walked through a door and like i opened the door into my face and my glasses protected me it hurt the fuck out of my nose and it made my glasses crooked Mm -mm. but (laughs) that that is the one thing in horror movies or anything that i watch or people that i see i eyes i have to look away i don't tell the same way it like freaks me out yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's just like it. Uh, that same friend who was in a wedding party, similar to his reaction, we saw Pan's Labyrinth in the theaters, oh, um, yeah, and the scene where he's like sewing up his cheek. Oh yeah, he had to leave because he couldn't watch that. That was, that's my thing where anyone's like, "Oh look, I can poke my eye or flip the eyelids inside out." Mm-mm, I need to leave. I can't look at you. I need to go Never. away. I won't do it. I promise. Oh, but did I ever show you, you my my thing with my eyes? No. I I shake them really fast. Oh, sh- shaking and whatever is movement's fine. Okay. It, I mean, I also I used to be able to like flip nope. the eyelids and shit like that, but I won't. And I like I legit like I I do like just fucking Mm-mm. move my eyeball and shit when I'm bored. Nope. 
<laughs> nope. Nope. I love this show because we started with Christmas music and then it ended with moving eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been going an hour. Do we do we want to get into uh the thing we teased yesterday with the with the tweet about the show? We already went an hour. We can save that for next episode. All right. That works. Fuck it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh but yeah, most Christmas music, bad. 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 The classics are good. And shout out to Tekla in uh in chat right now, you know, addressing like did did they miss the Christmas music? I'm bringing it back. Most Christmas music, bad. I love Christmas in general. I'm very excited to put my decorations out. Mm-hmm. We are we had two skeletons on the roof for Halloween. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna bring them back outside. We're gonna get them Santa hats and ugly sweaters from Marshalls. Sweet. No, not Marshalls. TJ Maxx. Ch- cheaper. Uh and then put Christmas lights on them. Very awesome. excited. That's that's cool. yes. The classics are good, mostly. Get rid of grandma got run over by a reindeer. Got rid of get rid of fucking it's cold outside or whatever. Get rid of all the shitty covers. Mariah Carey, you're done. Stop living in the past. <laughs> you're done. Make a new Christmas song. It's fine. You yeah. Try it again. All Don't I want for Christmas it. is a new Christmas song, Mariah Carey. That's all yeah. I want. That's all we want. That's it. So that's been our show where we talk about Christmas. <laughs> we talk about being too big for clothes and golf and all in between. Eyeballs. Uh, eyeballs. Don't forget about those eyeballs. Uh, follow us over at 61 on Twitter, 61 Bunch of really cool reviews uh, that Mike, uh, Matt, and Jake are working on. Uh, all about super cool indie and unique gaming experiences that you can get um, on your console of choice. And hit up YouTube. Search 61Indie. Check out Mike and Kelsey's Bug Snacks video because that was fantastic. Thanks. I'm I'm healing. We're getting okay, there. Okay, that's good. I don't know if it's focusing. Eh, it's not going to focus. It's yeah. fine. Watch Mike I dance keep, and be sexy in a grocery parking lot. Yeah. We were cranking that song in that parking lot <laughs> <laughs> so I can hear it. <laughs> and yeah, so just look up 61Indie.com and you'll find everything there. Uh, I am Kyle Stevenson at Mr. KSEP. That is Mike Tandro at McTandro. Uh, if you are watching this right now on Twitch, make sure you follow us for next Saturday where we're doing Extra Life at 12 p.m. Eastern. We're going to go plan all the games and stuff pretty much yeah, right we're, now. Yeah, we're going to have a fucking team meeting right now <laughs> <laughs> with me and Kyle. We love you very much. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. One Bye. Christmas, one bad Christmas song just to address... Tekla in chat. Yeah. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's a bad Christmas song. It's a bad Christmas song. <laughs> it's a bad Christmas song. Tekla, I love you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>